What's going on, family? Happy Monday and welcome to another edition of The Faction Quick Hits. Hope you guys are doing well. Hope you had a fantastic weekend. Uh, I know several states here in the United States have kind of somewhat reopened for business. So if you're in one of those states like I am, uh, I hope you took it easy and were very careful. I saw some pretty disturbing images coming out of the state of Georgia. But be that as it may, shelter in place, continue to be safe. Uh, Hopefully you can get some work done and be productive in the process. Be that as it may, I want to say thank you for continuing to support all things connected to the faction i do not take that for granted if you are following us on social media instagram facebook and twitter a big thank you and if you're not today's a great day to do that to go ahead and uh, hit the follow button on instagram facebook and twitter and then of course you can always subscribe to our podcast on itunes google play or the podcast platform of your choice we absolutely appreciate it want to shout out our top cities from last week who joined us including sykesville maryland baltimore maryland and new orleans louisiana those are our top three cities uh, who tuned into our podcast last week and here in the united states of course the u.s is the top country followed by south africa and spain so if you want your city represented Hey, share the word. We'd love to tell everybody that your city is among the top three or your country is among the top three who are paying attention to us here at The Faction. So now that we've got all that out of the way, let's get down to business. This past Friday was another episode of Friday Night Smackdown, which featured uh, a couple of qualifying matches for the Money in the Bank pay-per-view. It saw King Corbin win on the men's side and on the women's side. We saw Lacey Evans get a win over Sasha Banks. And it looks like we're furthering the Sasha Banks Bailey storyline to eventually get to a battle between the two. Not sure when it's going to happen, but uh, this is another one that's been slow cooked, quite frankly, for a few years. And perhaps they'll actually pull the trigger on it. It was also uh, headlined by the beginning celebrations of Triple H's 25th anniversary. It started on SmackDown, and I got to say, it was weird. I mean, weird. Here's a guy who is currently, of course, a major factor in WWE. Uh, He's responsible, if my memory serves me correctly, as an executive vice president over live events. Uh, He's also, of course, responsible for NXT. Uh, 25 years contributions, 14 world championships, numerous other titles, and huge moments in WWE. Now, I don't know how serious we expected it to be. I mean, perhaps we did, but it's the first time that they've really honored a career like this in an empty arena. Now, yes, they had 316 day there and uh, the whole empty arena situation was pretty new. But uh, honoring a full career like this is definitely different for WWE. And it was met with the presence of Shawn Michaels who, of course, had some DX-related jabs in there. You had FaceTime calls from Ric Flair, The Road Dog, and Stephanie McMahon, and then a very rare appearance from Vince McMahon. Now, you and I both know when Vince McMahon shows up on camera, ratings tend to skyrocket, and uh, I don't know if they used him for that or if to make this segment something unique. I will say that it was one of the strangest segments in all of WWE. I'm going to start by saying this. I am concerned about Vince McMahon. 
No, seriously. I am concerned about Vince McMahon. Vince McMahon, this past Friday night, live on SmackDown, did not look or sound like the Vince McMahon we have come to know over the last 30 years. Now, in fairness, yes, he is 70 plus years old. We understand that. And yes, he prides himself on being healthy and being in shape. But when you listen to his voice, it definitely sounds like there's something going on in his throat. He doesn't sound or look well. Now, I'm not trying to put Vince in the grave. Please don't misunderstand me. But what I am saying is it is very clear that everything that's been going on is having an impact on Vince. Think about it. He's in a very tough two weeks. Whether it's dealing with the battle to make WWE essential personnel, the bankruptcy of the XFL, a lawsuit coming from Oliver Luck, uh, whether you're dealing with the release of probably over 100 WWE personnel, including backstage folks, the live event crew, onstage personalities, um, and then you add to that the death of your first employee, Howard Finkel, all that's been the last two weeks. Any one of those things is a lot. All of them, yeah, it's a bit much. Are they impacting Vince McMahon? I don't know, but something certainly is. And so I'm very concerned about Vince McMahon, about his health, about his well-being. I'm pretty sure it's not good for him to travel um, in these days and times, private, plane or not. So I don't know. I'm just very, 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 very concerned about Vince McMahon. And again, that segment was downright weird now with tonight monday night raw celebrating triple h i hope we don't get a replay or reprise of that uh, i'm not sure how they're going to celebrate triple h but it'll certainly be interesting to watch that's tonight on monday night raw so with triple h vince mcmahon Shawn michaels all of the things going on with money in the bank how would that impact the ratings for smackdown well, it created a historic rating for SmackDown, but it's not on the high side. It's on the low side. SmackDown drew an average of just barely over 2 million viewers this past Friday. 2.01 million viewers, which is down from last week's number of 2.19 million. So they keep making history in the wrong way. This is the lowest single rating for SmackDown on Fox since they entered the Fox era. As I told you, the first week they clocked in 3.8 million viewers for the premiere. This week, they barely get 2 million. This is not good. And here's the other thing that's pretty amazing. The first hour had 2.05 million. The second hour, which included the tribute to Triple H, did not cross 2 million viewers. We've got a problem, folks, on WWE SmackDown and with WWE programming. Simply put, they are not responding well to this pandemic in an attempt to provide us entertainment. We're now, what, six or seven weeks in, and we're not really getting anything new. We're not getting anything exciting. We're not getting something that's making us talk around the water cooler. 
We have a major issue in WWE, and I'm concerned. I just want you to think about this. Think about the pressure you have at your job if you get an advance or you get a raise or you get a promotion. There's obviously more pressure that comes with the expectation for you to perform in a certain way. And if you don't perform in a certain way after a given amount of time, you could be demoted, you could be released. Certain things could happen. I think we're looking at a spot right now where 2020 should have been one of the most prosperous and successful years for WWE, and it could go down in history for all the wrong reasons. Yes, I'm concerned about SmackDown. I'm concerned about Raw. I'm concerned about the well-being of WWE because, quite frankly, the this pandemic has not treated WWE well, and perhaps it would have been better for WWE to augment their program Perhaps they should not be performing at all, or perhaps if they are performing, there should be some unique mixture. I don't know. What I do know is if you're going to perform, you need great stories to tell. All right. So I know that most wrestlers aren't used to um, being in front of an empty arena. However, everybody's had to make adjustments. Churches have had to make adjustments. Anybody doing any sort of entertainment has had to make an adjustment. So I just suggest you got to learn and you got to work on working in front of an empty house and telling an amazing story. And right now it's not translating. Now, I don't know if this is fair or not, but the competition that WWE had this week included, of course, coverage of the coronavirus and the second day of the NFL draft. And again, the NFL draft was different this year, but it happened. So how can WWE respond to this? I want to get your thoughts because this is a serious, serious moment. You may be one of those folks who have tuned out, and I'm not necessarily suggesting that you tune back in, but I'd love to know why aren't you watching the product anymore if you're in that group. If you are in the group that's watching the product, what do you think WWE has to do to fix their ratings issue? Because it is tanking right now. The fact that SmackDown on Fox actually barely hit 2 million viewers it's a major problem folks it's a major problem and you had Vince McMahon and you had Triple H and you had HBK I don't know I don't know. I'm nervous. So let me hear your thoughts right now. Um, You can let us know by way of social media, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at The Faction Show. Um, And before we go, I do want to say this one thing. Over the weekend, amongst all of the, the programming that I was watching, I found myself going back to the WWE Network and checking out Bailey versus Sasha from NXT TakeOver Brooklyn 1. And I just want to tell you, We didn't realize the gem of a match that we had. We didn't realize the gem of a moment that we had. That was special. And I'll just say this. If WWE is leading us back to that rematch, sign me all the way up. But should it happen under the auspice of SmackDown? Should it happen back at NXT? Where can it happen where these two young ladies will be absolutely able to give us everything we need to be an adequate sequel to that instant classic that happened back at NXT TakeOver Brooklyn circa 2015? 
I want to get your thoughts on all that we talked about today via social media, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Don't be afraid. We want to hear from you. And uh, in fact, we may read your comment uh, tomorrow on Quick Hits. Also, make sure you're subscribed to our podcast uh, available on iTunes, Google Play, or wherever it is that you get your podcast. And join us next time for my good brothers, Courtney Beard, Brandon Clackett, your man, GB, Gerard Bonner, and this is The Faction. Solid, my people, here we go.